Season 1, Episode 5 of What The Football. My name is Jeremy Horwath. And I'm Chance Gardner. And Chance, the day finally came just a little bit ago. You know, we, we haven't been back in the studio in a while, so we haven't been able to react, react to this in a while. But Carson Wentz has finally been dealt to the Colts. It was inevitable. It, you know, the rumors were there. I didn't think it was going to happen, but lo and behold, the nightmare has finally come to fruition. All right, and we will go into that just a little bit. But after that, we will talk about who we think the Eagles could bring on as a backup to Jalen Hurts or maybe even start above him and get, give him some quarterback competition. Then we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson again, Russell Wilson again. That There's more news keep popping up about them. We have to just keep on getting into that because it's very, very big. Also, uh, what we believe could happen with Dak Prescott, they still haven't found a contract, uh, an agreement with Dak and the Dallas Cowboys, so we'll see how that goes. And then kind of uh, Chance and I's uh, draft, or, or, or updated draft predictions. And I, th- I think that's where we're going to end it off. We'll see yeah. if more comes. But getting straight into it, Carson Wentz goes to Indianapolis for a third-round pick this year and a, what, a, con- conditional, a conditional second, second round, round pick that could turn into a first-round pick based on if the Colts make the playoffs or if Carson Wentz plays 75% of snaps. Uh, in my eyes, I don't think that the Eagles gotten have gotten as much as they could have. I mean, I get that most, not a lot of teams were in on it. It was kind of just a pl- the Colts playing against themselves. But the fact that the Eagles gave up so much to get Carson Wentz at number two overall and in the end we traded him away for a maybe second and only third round pick, we might not even get a first round pick out of it, as it, it's, it's really hard to see. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate because I'm a huge Wentz fan and I, you know, I, I've been wanting to see him play for the Colts for a while now ever since that kind of that conversation was starting to get brought up I was like I want to see that MVP Wentz but it still hurts as an Eagles fan to see him go and the fact that we didn't get much value back from him is kind of kind of the icing on the cake for me there you know because if it was like oh Wentz and we got two guaranteed first round picks or whatever it's like okay you know that softens the blow a little bit no definitely but the fact that you know he might only give us a second and a third round pick that's like, I I hate that. I I think we got robbed a little bit. I mean, bit. I do think it's more likely that we will get a first round pick. I mean, with Philip Rivers, they only got, uh, they they still made it to the playoffs. And I think Carson Wentz is more of a dynamic player than Philip Rivers. Not taking anything away from Philip, but the dude was what thirty nine years old, uh, the noodle a noodle arm. He was just pretty smart. Carson Wentz in that atmosphere and all the guys around him, I think that they're just gonna ball out. So they probably will make playoffs, but that gives the Eagles a late round, a, a late first round pick. We're going to be late into the twenties probably with that first round pick. Yeah, and we know the Eagles' draft history when it comes to late first round picks. Jalen Rager never hit on them. <laughs> I mean, I I was a really big fan of Rager. I didn't think he was a second round talent, but the more like I watched him, I was like, okay, you know, he could fit. But the, then you know you watch the tape and it's like oh Justin Jefferson absolutely balled out this year and he was on the board yep. and Chase Claypool was on the board although he was you know a second round pick and whatnot T Higgins T Higgins balled out even C D Lamb you know balled out for the Cowboys and I hate that and we could have jumped the Cowboys to get C D it wasn't right. it wasn't like out of the out of the picture we could have just jumped one pick in front of the Cowboys really I, w- I wonder if they were even thinking of that like hey maybe we should trade up for C D Lamb I yeah I. 
I feel like not many people saw the Cowboys grabbing CeeDee Lamb. Like, they had other issues. They, I feel like they did it just to screw over the Eagles. <laughs> I really feel like it. And then it came out that Jerry Jones was making the pick on his yacht with his grandkids, and his grandkid was like, you got to take CD here, and Jerry Jones was like, that sounds good there, Billy, or whatever, you know? That's great. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, the Eagles in late-round draft picks are like water and oil. It just doesn't mix. It doesn't work out well. But just seeing Carson go, I mean, that, that that's almost the reason that you got back into football. Right? Yeah, it is. When we drafted him, I was like, okay, this could be the start, and I started watching. I didn't watch too much of the 2016 season. Because that was kind of like it, you know. But I, I was, I was excited. The Eagles had a future, and I was like, "All right, man, you know, I'll start getting back into this." Because you know, before then, I, I had, you know, watched Sam Bradford struggle, and it was like, ah, this is not good football, you know. So what if Jalen Hurts start to struggle? You're gonna, you're gonna fall back into the pit and stop watching football? Or are you fully in? Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm gonna be watching the Colts. I'm gonna be watching <laughs> a lot of the Colts because. You know, it, Wentz is there. Wentz is my boy. I love him. Yeah, no, of course. I posted on my Twitter. I, I pinned the, the tweet, I am officially a Colts fan now. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it really is just hard to see him go. What Definitely one of my favorite players. I mean, what, 2016 is when he came up. So, what, we were what, 14, 13, 14 yeah, years was, old when he came into the like league? Yeah, it was like our first year of high school pretty yeah, much. It's yeah, all, it's, almost like a, it's almost like a relationship. It's like, like your first love. Like Carson Wentz was like our first love in the NFL. Yeah. You know what I mean? So seeing him go really sucks. And seeing where this entire Philadelphia team is going, I wish we really could have gotten more to see if we can do, even do something this year. I mean, what are we really going to get out of that third-round pick this year? Uh, well, maybe, like, a nice, like, depth piece? Yeah, like a, net, uh, like a nice depth, like, lineman probably. That's maybe, all that's Maybe steal happen. a safety like how we got Kayvon Wallace last year. I mean, maybe something like that. Hey, if the Eagles take Bubba Bolden, I wouldn't be too disappointed. Yeah, but like uh, that that's just what I'm saying though. We really didn't get anything out of him and with how much we jumped around in the draft in 2016 to get him, we gave up so much. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know what. We were like 12th overall, then we traded the 10th, then 8th, and then 2nd overall. And we gave up so many picks in between that that it just really sucks seeing him go and how much he did for Philly. Again, one of both of our all-time favorite players. He's just an absolute stud. He cared about this team a lot, and it sucks that he couldn't. He couldn't. Him in the front office. Yeah, it, they didn't mesh. You know, no. the the whole Nick Foles thing really screwed with things. I feel like, like having a statue of Nick Foles probably did weigh a little bit on Wentz. Right. And then you draft Jalen Hurts in the second round after, you know, a, a pretty decent season by Wentz, and it's just like, uh, you know. Well, I mean, he led the team to the playoffs with the practice squad. Yeah. The only, he, thing, he, the only thing that happened is that he got hurt in the one of the first plays of the game in the playoffs. By a cheap shot, yeah. By a cheap shot. So I I can't really say that that's really Wentz's fault. I think that I, – I, see, I don't think Jalen Hurts was the only reason why Wentz played bad. I mean, if if Wentz only played bad because Jalen Hurts got drafted, that that's that kind of shows something about him. Yeah, which, I, but, but I don't think that's I don't the think case. it was just that. I think it's just timing, how, how everything happened. It was a really weird season. Again, yes, he did play awful, but he's going to come back from it. I'm telling you right now. He's he's not unfixable. It, it, that, that's not going to happen. He's going to go to Indianapolis. He's going to work with Frank Reich. He's going to do amazing over there. And it's going to suck. Every Eagles fan that's celebrating right now, like, oh, finally we got rid of Wentz. In a year from now, you're going to be like, damn. like Yeah, they're going to regret it. I, you know, They're all like it, – it's the same people that are like, oh, Nick Foles, you know, he would be great with the Eagles or whatever. Right, right. And it's it, that's just not true. Nick had – 
I've, we've said it before, lightning in a bottle for those two, three games or yeah. whatever. I, he didn't even play good against uh, Atlanta. No, he know? didn't. He literally had two good games. He's, he's one bounced pick away from, you know, not even being talked about. Yep. Yeah, could you imagine that? that that'd be nuts. But but regardless, uh, on, on all the reports that have been coming out the past couple years now, it's been years, the reports have been coming out that Carson Wentz is not a good teammate. Yada this, yada that. Like, And then you see other reports coming out, former Eagles players, like, what are you talking about? There was a so Chris Long has a podcast, uh, our former defensive end. Remember yeah, I remember him. So and he had Malcolm Jenkins on the other day, and they're talking about the Carson Wentz trade, and they would not they they wouldn't stop denying he was such a good teammate. And we've seen a little bit of that too because he reached out instantly to like Julian Blackman and Kenny Moore, yep. and they were all like really hyped to have him. You know, it just feels like that was total bs yeah and there's also more so there was a report also so carson wentz is not gonna be wearing number 11 next year um, michael Pittman said he's not gonna give it up but there was a philadelphia report saying carson wentz is already stirring up trouble pretty much like getting mad at michael Pittman. but then you look into it uh michael Pittman was on his brother's stream his brother twitch streams i guess he was mm-hmm. on his stream and he said that he wasn't gonna give up his number he talked to carson wentz hit up michael and he said hey um, how sudden you be in number 11? Like, it's all cool. Like, if not, like, it's not a huge deal, but how set yeah. are you? Michael Pittman's like, I actually am pretty set. And like, hey, like, you know, like this number means a lot to me. When it's like, oh, I know that's totally cool. He's like, he's like, honestly, I didn't know if I really wanted to wear 11. He's like, but the fact that you're saying that you're set on it, he's like, that's fine. He, he didn't care. And that, that, yeah. uh, that shows a lot about Carson. And Michael Pittman even said, he's like, you know, it, it kind of shows how Carson Wentz is as a player because someone having his status would come in here and just start demanding like, hey, that's my number. Like give give it up. I'll give you money. Like and it'd be really annoying. But it's just <laughs> it happens. It yeah. really does. Carson Wentz was chill. Like hey, you, you want it? Like, fine, you got it. He's like we're, we're teammates. Like we're gonna. You, you were here first. Like that's fine. And Michael Pittman really respected that out of Carson Wentz. He really did. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, it rubbed me the wrong way or whatever. Because like, who are you, Michael Pittman? Like I like I liked him coming into the draft. I really did. But he had what one like one touchdown. Yeah, I didn't look too much into the Michael Pittman stats. I I, I do think that he is going to be a baller. I think he's a lot of potential. He's but, that kind of guy that Wentz is going to like. Yeah, that's going to be. I think it's going to be really good. I think they're going to have good chemistry. They're going to start working out together and stuff. But that number can mean a lot to Pittman. Like I know that if I had my number, I'm not going to want to give it up. And all Pittman said was he didn't say like, "No, you can't have it. It's mine." Like, not like that. he's like, because literally the words were Carson Wentz said, "How set are you on number 11?" And Michael Pittman was like, "I'm I'm pretty set on it." Like I would really like to have it, because that number could mean a lot, and I, I that honestly is if you're an athlete, like you understand that, like you want if you can have the number that means a lot yeah. to you, you're gonna want that, and I, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it shows a lot in Carson Wentz that he wasn't just a total a hole about it. He was really cool about it. He's being a great teammate, reaching out to players. Uh, also, uh, and I hate it, all the reports coming out saying that Carson Wentz isn't a good person and stuff like. Uh, what what did he just recently do for the guy for the little kid from Philly? Remember like that Eagles fan? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he he reached out to him, I I believe, and said you know you, you, some nice words of encouragement and whatnot. And right, it's always nice to see. And that that kid has been a Carson Wentz fan forever. I I don't know. Did you see the video of when his the little kid's initial reaction to Wentz being traded? Yeah, he was he was upset. Like the, that almost the, made me cry. It, like it, I I had my eyes started getting watery. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. He. He, he kept on saying, like, Carson, like, no matter what, like, you're still my hero. And he pointed back to a picture he had of him and Carson Wentz. And he's like, that moment is all that matters. And it was Carson uh, giving the kid something. 
And it was truly just like heartbreaking. He's like, he's like, Colts fans, you guys got a real one. And it's true. Like Carson Wentz is going to do well over there. Indianapolis, uh, after he got traded, I started looking in on Twitter and Instagram to some Colts fan pages and stuff. They are ecstatic that Carson Wentz is there. I'd say a lot of them are. There, there's, there's no, not good, everyone. But I, I feel like the Colts fans that are that really understand the game are, are happy about love it. Love this like move. Borderline, you know, kind of, you know, the Colts fans that don't really know a lot. They're like, oh, Wentz was the worst quarterback, and we just got him, or whatever. But you have to look and be like, he played with Frank Reich. You know, that the, right. the chemistry is there. Wentz is not going to be a bottom quarterback this year. I can guarantee you that. No. He, he, he has too much going on from over there. He has one of the best offensive lines of football. He has the best guard, at least top two guard in the league with Quentin Nelson. Uh, and uh, by the way, there's also been talks. Uh, Frank Reich asked Quentin Nelson. No, someone asked Frank Reich and said, hey, is there any chance that Quentin Nelson could get moved to tackle this year? Anthony Costanzo moved out. He retired, uh, and Quentin Nelson actually said, I'm willing to do anything for this team. He's like, you want to move me? You can move me. So imagine seeing Quentin Nelson at left tackle. Now Carson Wentz has – he's already going to be one of the best tacklers in the league, Quentin Nelson. Like, he, yeah, he can make he, that transition. He, he'll, he'll be pretty dang good. So having that as your blind side, like, instead of Jason Peters, like, 36-year-old. Yeah, Jason Peters, like, you, you – slightly moved to his left, it's like, oh, well, that's a sack. Imagine how comfortable that Carson Wentz will be knowing that Quentin Nelson is on his left. And honestly, I could see the Colts picking another lineman with that 21st overall pick. I, I believe that's what they will go with here. Oh, man, like imagine getting, like, okay, so say they pick a tackle, like maybe Darisol's there or, uh, you know, like Jalen Mayfield maybe or someone. Samuel Coastman or whatever, Yeah, Coastman. Or if they want to move Quentin Nelson outside, they can grab like Elijah Vera Tucker. He's going to be there he, at yeah. 21. Most, most likely he's going to be there. And I think that Carson Wentz, he has the line to do it. They're going to bring back T.Y. Hilton. I don't see him leaving. Like uh, Frank Reich just said, I hope T.Y. Hilton is going to be a lifelong Colt. Yeah. He said, he compared it and he said, not that it's at the same level. He's like, but Andrew Luck in 2012, having Reggie Wayne, he was originally he was older then, but having yeah. that veteran receiver was very helpful to Luck. So I think Carson Wentz having T.Y. Hilton, the veteran Colts receiver, will work out really well. They got they have a young Michael Pittman over there. They didn't sign back Pascal, right? I don't think so, but they do have uh, Paris Campbell. Right, they have Paris Campbell. I like him a lot. And I, I think, and then they have a great defense. I mean, it's just it's a match made in heaven for Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, th- I think the the Colts draft process is probably going to be offensive line, first round pick, and then they'll probably go wide receiver with the second round pick. You want to know how good that GM is, Chris Ballard? So last year, they 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 ranked at the end of the year the best draft classes out of any team. The Colts were first. That does not surprise me in the slightest. The Colts didn't even have a first round pick last year. Are you kidding me? Yep. I didn't even think first pick was Michael Pittman in the second round. Wow. Yeah, because they traded away that pick for uh, DeForest Buckner or whatever, right, right? Right, Wow. And I like how, okay, so Chris Ballard, he takes it away from the MLB, I think. So how the MLB works usually is they will trade picks and such for guys that are already established. Like, just do it. Or not picks. They'll trade prospects that might not get big, you don't know yet. And mm-hmm. they'll trade it for guys that are already established. Like, easy, just go and do it. Now, a, lot of GMs, a lot of GMs are like, no, like, I want my picks. Or like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of it seems like a lot of NFL GMs are stuck up on the whole, you know, picks and whatnot. I think even Howie Roseman said you have to accumulate a lot of picks. Right, and then Chris Ballard's like, 
Okay, fine. You guys can do that. I'm going to trade a first-round pick for DeForest Buckner, one of the best defensive tackers in the league. You just have to do some scouting on the people that, you know, you're you're not hearing a lot of talk about, you know. You right. have to look for those kind of out-there guys that have the, you know, what you want. And it's kind of what, like, Bill Belichick does. But, you know, Belichick doesn't really draft all that well, I'd say. But with, like, that—no, not at all. But with that first-round pick that they gave up, they gave up, what, a first and, like, a mid-round pick, maybe a first and a second or yeah, something, something like that? Yeah, something like that. What, what, what do you tackle would they have gotten in the, in the first round? Maybe. There were none, I don't the think. The best one you can get was Derek Brown. Is he on any level close to DeForest Buckner? No. No. God, no. Will he ever be? Most likely he, not. He, I, he I could. Know. He has potential, He's but good. that's the thing. But the thing is, DeForest Buckner is one of the best defensive tackles in the league. You got Aaron Donald, you got Fletcher Cox, and you might have DeForest Buckner right there. I think your your Eagles bias is showing a little bit with Fletch, but Fletch is right. Fletch gets double teamed a lot. Okay, I'll give stuffer. you that. I think Kenny Clark's better. Kenny Clark's better too. There's a lot of good details. Yeah, there there are. Thing is, I'm gonna give up a first round pick and a second or a mid round pick for DeForest Buckner every day of the week. And I don't think a lot of GMs are gonna do that. They're like, oh, we can draft. Like these draft picks are important. DeForest Buckner is even he's not even old. What is he mid twenties? Maybe yeah, higher 20s, like maybe? Even if he's 28, okay. That's great. He's still probably got three, four years. That's uh, and, and three, four years of his prime, and then when he's out of his prime, he will still be good. Yeah, he, he, he will still be good. He's always going to be that guy that's going to, you know, at, at the very least, he's going to plug up the run a good bit. He's a game changer. So I, 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 love, I love Chris Ballard. He's such a good GM and all Colts fans. The Colts fans right now with Chris Ballard sound like how the Eagles fans like me. Probably you too. Yeah, I know. I in was... 2017 with mm-hmm. Harry Roseman. Oh my gosh, Harry Roseman is the best. He's got this out of this, and now you hear us and we're like hashtag fire Harry Roseman. I've been tweeting that a lot recently. Every Eagles post I have it ended off with hashtag fire Harry Roseman. He just just <laughs> add on to it. I, I I would love to see how we go. How long has Howie been around for? It's got to be close to like two decades. It feels like. I see. I know it's been a while because I believe I believe. Don't quote me. I believe he was the GM before Chip Kelly. And then Chip Kelly took that job over, and Howie Roseman went down to, like, uh, finances. Yeah. And then Chip Kelly went, and they moved Howie Roseman back up. Yeah. So maybe for, like, 10 years. I I, I don't have a, a real and, number and for you. And he's at least been involved with the Eagles for, like, the longest time, though. It yeah. Feels like. I don't even know how old Howie Roseman is, so I, I can't even give you a guess right now. Yeah. But it's been a while. Jeffrey Lurie's got to let that friendship go. Not, not You know what I mean, like. Still cool. Be friends with him. I don't. I don't care what you do. Have dinner every just night with him. him. I don't care. Just get Eagles. him out of it. Get anything. Yeah, just get him out. If you really want to do finances, I, I really don't care. Like just like how we were talking about earlier. Like you can get out of a cap situation. You don't need a guy that is incredible in finances to get out of a, a cap yeah, situation. Yeah, the cap is a myth at this point. I'm convinced. The Everyone Saints, gets out of it. The, the Saints will be fine in a year. Yeah, they're they're perfectly fine. You know, and there there's some other teams that are like, oh yeah, they're. The cap is ridiculous, and they're out here. You know, oh, you know, they just the this team just cut somebody. If you're, you know, fifteen million, you're like, oh, well, they're good now. Yeah, uh, I know the the Saints are the have the highest, um, they they have the biggest, what, what the, the, the they're in the cap net. penalty. Yeah. Their cap the penalty cap. is the highest at uh, or what is it, like negative sixty million, and Jeez. the Eagles are second with negative forty two million, I believe. And both teams will figure out a way to fix their cap. in a year. Yeah. Even Jeffrey Lurie said it in his in a when he got rid of Doug, he was saying, uh, "Cap can always be resolved. That's never an issue. Like if anything bad happens with a cap room, you can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can get rid of that in a year. You can get rid of any cap situation in a year, and it's not even like it even involves like a lot of skill. Like you can just do it. 
<clears throat> I I mean I certainly couldn't do that because numbers confuse me. But well, no, of course. But like, I, I'm not <laughs> I, saying I, I, I'm not no, saying no, any no. regular guy can do it, but any GM you have can do it. And if that's Howie Roseman's only strength, a lot of guys are like that. Yeah, I'm and a lot sure of the, you can find most. And a lot of them other guys have more than just that. That's all Howie has. He doesn't even have respect anymore. Because other things was like, oh, he won a Super Bowl. Like, you know, players would come to him when trying to sign contracts. He'd be like, oh, this is a respectable GM. Like, this is someone I, I want to work with. This is a championship caliber team. Right. And now they look at him and it's like, dude, that guy? Like, based on how much, like, Orlando Skandrick has just made fun of High Roseman. I hate Orlando Skandrick. So do though. I. But, I mean, <laughs> his views on High Roseman, I can see. Because a lot of players do think that way of Howie Roseman. And Carson Wentz thought that way. He didn't even want to talk to Howie Roseman. I can't blame him. And that just shows a lot. Like, I, I just hope that Jeffrey's going to get rid of him soon. There was a report uh, a while ago, and it was like, either Howie Roseman's going or Wentz is going. And I was like, well, I hope it's Howie. I, I, I choose Howie every day of the week. And I, the thing is, a lot of Eagles fans aren't like that. Uh, God, l- listen to WIP. Like, they, uh, they, a lot of guys are against Carson Wentz on there. The only one I really see stand up for Carson Wentz, his name's it's Ike Reese. He's a former player. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, Ike Reese is a huge Carson Wentz guy. But uh, everyone else, he's just... You know, care all the callers. Uh, I mean, but the thing is, it goes back and forth a lot. It, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, you see guys where they love Carson Wentz. Like, hey, like the Eagles are going to regret this. Like how we sound. Eagles are going to regret it. And then other guys are going to be like, it's a day to celebrate. Wentz is finally gone. Like popping champagne and stuff. Like, Yeah, and they're like, Jalen Hurts is the savior. I like Jalen Hurts, but, you know, I, I like I love Wentz, okay? I liked Hurts. I love Wentz. Right. And that not even just as someone that like we, we like him as a player, even how he plays the game. His style is a lot of Everything. fun to watch. Everything. But also speaking of Jalen Hurts, by the way, so there's a lot of speculation of who we think can back up Jalen or even start over him. We we don't have Sudfeld on the roster right now. The only quarterback we have on the roster is Jalen Hurts. Uh, there's a lot of guys that are free agents, some veterans, some younger guys, some guys we can trade for. Is there anyone that you see that you think of off the top of your head that you think could back up or even give Jalen Hurts some competition? Well, I wouldn't want to give Jalen Hurts competition. I think he has to. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to just give it to him. We, we've already – I think the whole thing with the Eagles is that they're trying to get rid of this quarterback controversy type thing. So I think – Howie Roseman's looking to bring in a guy who's got talent, yes, but isn't going to stir up a lot inside the media. And, you know, I and you know, I'm probably thinking more of a long like I would love to see Tyrod Taylor get a job as an Eagle cuz I love Tyrod Taylor. That's a big one. But then I think he could potentially, you know, Jalen Hurts by all means if Jalen Hurts does bad, yes, start Tyrod Taylor. But I think if you sign Tyrod Taylor even before the start of the season, comes along, it's like, do you start Tyrod here or whatever? And right. it's a whole controversy. I think you want to bring in somebody with talent and little controversy. See, so <laughs> I'm also along the same lines there, but I think I think Jacoby Brissett is a very interesting one. Jacoby Brissett was Nick Sirianni's quarterback, Nick Sirianni's first year there. Uh, Brissett is not a starting quarterback. I think I think everyone kind of knows that. That yeah. He's just not going to start. I think I, I would rather Jalen Hurts or Jacoby Brissett, and I'm not even a big Jalen Hurts guy. So I think Jacoby was interesting because he already knows the system of Nick Sirianni. Uh, other ones I've been hearing, a lot of guys want like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I don't want Ryan because I think I think that'd be just another version of the Nick Foles dilemma. Yeah, that's going to stir up a whole bunch of controversy. So I much. like him, but 
you know, he he's a cool dude. I love him. He's oh, got no. the beard awesome and everything. Player. He's got such uh, oh yeah. You know, the the I can I can remember the press conference where he was with Deshaun Jackson a few years ago, and he was wearing Deshaun's clothes and whatnot. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, that, the, that man is comedic gold. Oh no, he's he's great, and he's also just a great player in general. Great player, great backup. Uh, and then the other big name that I really saw, it, it, it's a further out there one. Colin Kaepernick. No, God, I don't <laughs> hear about that. I, I'd actually like that. <laughs> I, that's because I love Colin Kaepernick, though. But Cam Newton, I've been hearing of a little bit, only because you want a backup that plays a lot like the guy you play with right now. You know what I mean? So if you have Jalen Hurts, someone like Tyrod Taylor behind you, they play somewhat similar. So the guys are already like, okay, they're kind of like that. Cam Newton and Jalen Hurts are a lot more similar than people notice. Yeah, I, they are pretty similar. I think Jalen Hurts has the advantage when it comes to deep ball accuracy and whatnot. No, I, I would rather Jalen Hurts, but the thing is is that it'd be another controversy. It would absolutely Cam be Cam Newton is a big name, and everyone knows Cam Huge Newton. Huge name. And if he was our backup, I, I don't know about that. And I know Cam Newton is looking for a starting job, but maybe he's looking at Philly like, I can beat Jalen Hurts out. I, I can he, beat him. He would him. absolutely consider the Eagles, I feel. So, could you? Oh man, Cam Newton and Eagles. I would love year. to have twenty what twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen Cam back. Yeah, twenty fifteen. It was his MVP year. Oh, could you imagine that on the Eagles? Well, oh, that'd be man. incredible. That would be fun if he played like that. But last year he had eight passing touchdowns and ten interceptions. Yeah, he's <clears throat> not really what I'm looking for in a quarterback. I love his style of play. I think he did have twelve rushing touchdowns. Yeah, that 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 was pretty impressive. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He was just a running back. You know, everybody yeah. gives Lamar such you know flack for. Uh, being a, a running back at the quarterback position, but Cam is more that. No, definitely. And, oh. So the, the, those are like the beer games I heard, and then some other like smaller ones that you know, we don't have to get too much into, but like guys like Mike Glennon, guys that you know we're going to back up Jen Hurts. Doesn't give me any competition. Is Christian Hackenberg in this conversation at all? Oh, I haven't heard the name. Is that the Penn State quarterback? I think so. Why Why did you bring him up? How did you even think of him? I just remember. I was thinking of that. I think he was in the 2016 draft class or yeah. something like that. And I was like, hmm, yeah, Christian Hackenberg. Why wow. not? I haven't heard that name in forever. <laughs> wow. I don't know if he's even been on a team. But no, just pretty much backups for teams right now are just names listed for backups for Jalen Hurts but I again I would like some competition at, at least some sort of Jalen like we're not we we're not hanging the keys over Jalen right now we're not like yo this is your franchise that's not happening like how we did the Carson Wentz it, it it's that's just not how it is yet you want him to fight for the job is pretty I think much. I think I think he has to he didn't prove so much last year that he's a great quarterback he wasn't even good yeah I don't know I'll if I don't that. know if he was even bad last year he was awful them four games. No, I don't think he was awful them four games. He was awful them four games. He literally, his passing was 52%. That is horrific. Uh, what receivers was he working with? The thing is, though, is that now, okay, we said the same thing about Carson Wentz, though. Carson Wentz was working with nothing. He played awful, but no one's giving him anything at all. Oh, I, I give him stuff all the time. I talk about, you know, it, it practice squad and whatnot, you know, but... But if we're going to stay on the same thing, though, so if Carson Wentz played awful and we had to trade him, but Jalen Hurts played – I'll admit he did play better than Carson Wentz. So that's because Carson Wentz did that awful. Jalen Hurts did not play good or even average. 
he didn't absorb nearly as many con- uh, as sacks as Wentz did. He got sacked a lot, but you see, you saw Hurts, you know, he would throw away the ball. You know, he was playing yeah. conservative. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz was on pace to have the f- be sacked the fourth most time out of any quarterback in NFL history. He was on pace for, I think it was like 67 sacks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something ridiculous. So, something ridiculous, but he only played 12 games. So, yes, we know Carson Wentz had an awful year. But Jalen Hurts did not play much better, and it was it, it was obvious. The, the team changed up one time against the Saints, and everyone was like, oh, this is the time we're beating one of the best NFC teams. Yeah, against Taysom Hill. And that was like his fourth game in a row where we actually finally got tape on Taysom. Taysom had a couple wins before that. And then they're like, oh, I, I think this is it. Like, Jalen's the guy. I don't think the defense played all that astounding against Taysom Hill, though. They they did pick him, I think, w- at least once. I know that. Well, that's because they didn't really pass. Taysom probably didn't even pass a lot. They were running a lot. That's true. <clears throat> Either Whether it was him or, or Kamara. Or did Kamari even play that game? Uh, yeah, now that I think about it, he might not have. So so I wasn't really convinced with that win. I, I mean, I know it was well, that was his first start. Uh, but Jalen played really good against the Packers, and in the end it was the defense that lost that game. He came in for the last quarter. I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to have that game in consideration, really. The Packers, the Packers were playing deep the entire time. They were letting Jalen Hurts gain yards, letting him do whatever. It made him look good. But they were playing back the entire time. They weren't sending pressure. They weren't doing anything. It was like Jalen Hurts just passing 10, yard do- 10 yards because that was what was open. Yeah, all right. I'll, gi- I'll give you that. The I Packers totally forgot were up. about that. The Packers yeah. were up. They were like, yeah, we, we, this isn't like that big. Like, like, Go ahead. W- waste your time doing these little passes. It's fine. Who cares? Why, why, why would they? Let the, let the Eagles waste all their time. And that's exactly what happened. So, Again, I'm not going to give Jalen Hurts too much props for that. I thought he played de- pretty decent against the Cardinals, though. The Cardinals, uh, he might even had under a fit. Hold on, let, let, let me pull up the stats real quick because I know I know what you're talking about. He's only de- uh, that was probably his best game. And the uh, the the interception he threw in that game came on like, you know, he was he was scrambling. I be- I be- I'm pretty sure he was scrambling out to the right. And then it was like fourth down or something, and he threw a pick. It was like, you know, it was kind of one of those I gotta try and get this pass off kind of throws. So, uh, I mean, j- just regardless, I mean, yeah, uh, I know Jalen Hurts, his game against the Cardinals was probably his best game. That Saints game, he it wasn't even a great game by him. He ru- he rushed for over 100 yards, so yeah, the rushing did take into effect. But right now, I, I we we need a good passer. I'm telling you right now, Jalen Hurts isn't an elite enough runner to be the next Lamar Jackson where he he can take us to a Super Bowl. He's not that good of a runner and he just won't be. I think he I think he's a good enough runner to do that because not even like Josh Allen isn't a dynamic runner. Yeah, but Josh Allen has an arm of a bison. But when but when he gets out of the pocket, you know, it you know, he he does have that kind of speed, that subtle mobility as people like to it's say. It's help yes, but what I'm trying to say is so Lamar Jackson is a really he's an elite runner. He could literally be a running back. And he has a decent arm. Jalen Hurts is a little bit above average running. A little bit. He's really, it's going to get figured out so soon, so quick. Just like how we said Carson Wentz was. Carson Wentz was a good runner in the beginning in his beginning of his career. He was. He was running a lot. He got figured out like that. He got hurt like that. It, Jalen Hurts is not an elite runner, and he's not even close to an elite passer. He can develop. He might become a good passer. But right now, he's really not. If you're passing 52%, I don't care who you have on your team. That's awful. It's not good. So 
if Jalen Hurts isn't elite in either one, and he's a little bit above average in one and maybe average at passing, that's not a lot to work with. And he's going to get it figured out so soon. Once they get even more tape on Jalen, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I'm an Eagles fan before I'm a Carson Wentz fan. So if Jalen Hurts is an absolute stud, he wins MVP next year, and I'm wrong, so be it. I'll be more happy. I'd be way more happy. I'd be like, cool. You You got the franchise quarterback. Everyone can make fun of me and say, yo, you were so wrong about Jalen. You can and I'll I'll be the first one to say and be like you're right, I really was and that's on me. But right now I don't see that happening. I I really don't. I don't think he's gonna win MVP. You know by no, any means. I'm, I just don't think he's gonna do as well as a lot of Eagles fans are saying. Like hey, he's our guy. I don't think Jalen Hurts will be our guy. I don't think he'll be starting for us in the next. Or I think he'll start for us for the next year, maybe two years. Okay, or I'll or if we that. don't get a quarterback before that, maybe he'll last them. He'll have play four four years total, and then we just won't sign him back. Or we sign him back for something cheap, like a Nate Sudfield type thing. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be that guy. Yeah. It's it's a a tough scenario to really think about. You know, I would like to get him as much help as you possibly can. That's why I I think, you know, that first overall pick, you go with Devonta Smith if he's on the board still. You go with an elite wide receiver at that pick one. And then you could take a cornerback there, but I think you really just want to get him help. Right. Any sort of help is really, like, of course, going to help him. And, uh, again, I, 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 really, I hope I'm wrong. Because I don't want to go through another dilemma where we have to pick another quarterback in a couple years and we're going through it again. Like, it, it's frustrating. I either want Hurts to play really good. You know, he, he's got, you know, probably like 30-something total touchdowns to only like 10 turnovers or something like that, right? I feel like that's a pretty good season for a year or two second-round quarterback. Oh, of course, yeah. Or I hope he does absolute trash. He's like the worst quarterback. And then, you know, we have a pretty good pick because I really like the quarterback uh, Malik Willis from Liberty. Right. I, I love watching him play. So if he became an Eagle, I would be like, okay, bye, Jalen Hurts. No, definitely. I, I, I don't want to have no average season where he's going to have 25 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, passes for 3,100 yards, and just like, oh, he did okay. He didn't play awful. He didn't play great, but I was like, maybe he can develop more. Like, no, 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 no. no, no don't no, no. leave us in that no, no, kind no, 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 of no. purgatory. I'm not, I'm not going through this again. I don't want this happening again. I think Jalen Hurts is going to turn out just like Carson Wentz. What do you mean by that? I think that not 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 to the same level because I don't think he will be as good as Carson Wentz ever has been, but I think that he's gonna get run out of Philly the same way Carson did. He's gonna get so much hate. I in the think next we're gonna years. do that for every quarterback ever. I think that you know there 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 are three guarantees about life. You know, life, death, taxes, and then the fourth guarantee is Eagles fans will run out the quarterback. Seriously, no oh man, I, I just want to have that franchise quarterback, and I thought we had it with Wentz. Up until the middle we, of last year, I thought had we had it. it. Yeah. Like, we drafted Jalen, and I'm like, dude, like, Carson's too good for this. Like, it doesn't matter who you pick. Like, it, I, I last year, I was saying Carson Wentz a top-five quarterback. So was I. And I think at the end of this next year coming up, I think at the end, I think I'm going to be saying that again. I, I don't think he's going to reach top-five in his first year with Frank Reich, but he will be in the top ten. He's going to be good. He's going to he be good. Be. He's going to be regretting it. But uh, we're, 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 we've been on this topic for a while. We're actually going to move on to the next one. Uh, some news came out about Deshaun Watson, just really quick. Uh, not, nothing huge. Uh, so we obviously know he wants to be traded, and they signed head coach David Culley. Deshaun Watson and David Culley met up. 
They started talking and stuff, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe this will be good. Maybe uh, Deshaun Watson likes David Culley. Comes out of that. Report comes out. Deshaun Watson met with David Culley. Said he has no intention on playing in Houston. Dang. Zero intention. So <laughs> I feel bad for Houston. Like, I thought I would be mad as an Eagles fan getting, losing wins, but losing Deshaun Watson in this way and then also losing J.J. Watt, oh. So I, I, right now my biggest trade destination for Deshaun Watson is the Panthers. I think the Panthers have the, have the best to give away. Plus Deshaun Watson going to Carolina where he went to college in Clemson, which is in Carolina. It's going to be a nice fit. Uh, the Panthers will straight up give up Teddy Bridgewater, who is literally a bridge quarterback, <laughs> and – Two first-round picks like that. I, and I think the Texans want more than that. I think, I think you have to give up at least three firsts for him. See, what, what amount of teams have three first-round picks besides the Jets? N- no team. That, that's why the Panthers have to make something happen, and they don't have anybody that they could trade for a first-round pick that they would be willing to give up. You know, They could trade McCaffrey. I think you could probably get two first-round picks for McCaffrey easily. Yeah? Even though I highly... Underval, like I don't believe in taking a running back in the first round, no. and I don't believe in paying a running back like you know, like elite money or whatever. Like that that whole the the Zeke contract was stupid. Yeah, e- even even you know watching Zeke you know be as elite as he was, I was like that's a ludicrous contract. Yeah, and, but I think a team would definitely be willing up willing to give up two first round picks. Well, McCaffrey's also different. He is in he, my eyes. He brings, I still think he's the best running back in the league. He has that element of you know a receiver to him no definitely he's not he he's, could be a receiver he definitely could be he'd be a lower tier receiver but a slot yeah he'd be a nice slot receiver he he does have that quickness yeah. that you that you're looking for in a in a slot wide receiver but out of the backfield i mean you can't cover him i'm what are you gonna no. you are you gonna port a cornerback on him you know because then you're using a corner that you really should be using on a receiver or you're gonna put a linebacker with well, linebackers not going to keep up with them very little linebackers are going to and obviously you're not gonna put a d lineman on them but yeah god no i mean you might put a safety on mccaffrey you know kind of your hybrid safety but i still yeah, i still like, feel like christian's gonna take his ankles no you know, definitely that's just times. how that's how christian is now he's gonna come back next year and be an absolute stud because people forgot about him because of his injury yeah he it, it was unfortunate and I'm glad I didn't play fantasy football this year because I probably would have taken McCaffrey if I had a you know that a high a high overall pick or whatever. Yeah, I had second overall and I picked Saquon, so yeah, that probably didn't work out too well for you there. Nope, 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 did not. We're not even going to speak about that because I'm coming back <laughs> next year like fire. But again, going back to Deshaun though, Jets and Panthers, I think are the only destinations I see him going because he's okay with both. He's given the Texans like, hey, I'll go to either one of these guys. I'm I'm down with either one. Just choose your best selection. And uh, I think the Jets are able to give up more because I think Sam Darnold is the same type of bridge quarterback that uh, Teddy Bridgewater could be. And it, you might even find your franchise quarterback with Sam Darnold. I doubt it with that awful Texans team, but that's more of a chance than Teddy Bridgewater. And then you can also get three first-round picks from that. Do you think the Jets would be willing to give up those three first-round picks for him? Because that's the number two overall. Yes. I I really doubt I would I'm yeah I probably would but you're not getting in them three picks you're not getting anyone like Deshaun Watson no one you don't think Zach Wilson no. could be any and you have high praise for Zach Wilson, I love Zach too. Wilson he's gonna be a great player but he's not a Deshaun though he's not a Deshaun the only one that's like a Deshaun could that could be like Deshaun is Trevor Lawrence in like, terms of you know 
overall production or whatever. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. The only one that's going to be anywhere close to him is Trevor Lawrence, and I don't even know if I can even say that yet just because they're not in the league yet. And right. changes from college to NFL is very different. Obviously, everyone yeah, we, knows that. Yeah, we've, we've seen some busts at the number right. one overall. I don't think it's going to be Trevor. I think Trevor's one of the only guys I can see not being a bust. Like that would be generally surprised about. But Deshaun is that much of a difference maker. He's so good. Like the fact that he took the Texans to a – what, they went to divisional when they – or did they go to the championship when they lost to the Chiefs? I think it was the championship. The fact that he's done stuff like that with that awful Texans team, with Bill O'Brien at head coach NGM. Yeah, he absolutely carried that team. He led the league in passing yards last year, being what four and twelve, and with no wide receivers. None, because Will Fuller wasn't playing for the second half, and they don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Yeah, who'd they have? Like Kiki Cutie, I think. Yeah, Kiki Cutie. That's really about and David and an overpaid running back in David Johnson. (laughs) I think one of his lead receivers probably was Darren Fells, the tight end. It probably was. That, that, and that, that's crazy to me because I've never, you know, thought of Darren Fells as anything more than, you know, just some big guy they put in at tight end. See, I would like to see Deshaun go to Carolina more just because I think it would be more interesting. I think that Deshaun has a better chance of winning over there. But I think more likely it will be the Jets. He, uh, I, if Deshaun goes to the Jets, they improve from, what was their final record, like 2-14? and 2-14. I think they probably improve, improved like 8-8. Eight and eight. Sure, Deshaun Watson is great and all, but what else do they have there in New York? Besides, like, it's just Makai, Deshaun, Denzel, I feel like. Yeah, but, I mean, you can see the, the draft could still go really well. They still have the second pick in every round of every other, in, in every round of the draft. I guess, but what, what, what all are they going to do, like, you know, right away. I think if he goes to the Panthers, that's a win-then team. You know, they're they're a guaranteed playoff team at that point. I think I think they're winning the division. I I think they could beat Tom Brady. They'll smack Tom Brady. I feel. Maybe. I mean, it, it would be a battle, but yeah. I, I mean, Deshaun Watson is that much of a difference maker. But so hopefully that trade will come on soon, so we have more news to break. Yeah. But next we have uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, so. I, I think it's hilarious, honestly. So a report comes out saying, it's Russell Wilson. He says, you know, I want to be a Seahawk. I want to be in Seattle. But if you want to trade me, these are the teams I like to go to. He's like, if you want to. Like, you didn't have to say that. Like, you could have just said, I want to be a Seahawk. He's like, but if you want me to, I mean, I'll go to Dallas. I'll go to New Orleans. Why does every quarterback, like, why does that? I, I feel like everybody always listens to the Cowboys, and I hate that. So how I think of it is they're one of the most legendary teams in sports. Yeah, they're they're the whole America's team thing. I hate that. The way I think of it is in baseball, again, I compare a lot of things to baseball, but everyone wants to play for the Yankees at least one year so they can say, I've been a Yankee. It's just, that's just why. Like, oh, yeah, I've played for the New York Yankees. And the Yankees have money to throw, though. Oh, I mean. all the time, every year. Every, every year. And uh, the Cowboys are kind of like that. The Cowboys just that legendary team. Like, yeah, I've been a Cowboy before, and it's just, I mean, you got not a very good, but a legendary owner in Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah, he he's definitely legendary. I'll I'll give you that much. He that man is quite interesting to say the least. And then again, uh, they have a decent O line still, even though like Frederick retired a couple years ago and everything. But they still have a decent O line, and they have weapons. It's something that uh, Russell probably sees in them, like. If they pick defense this year, I can have a decent defense. I got really good weapons. 
But the thing is, I think Dallas is kind of just another version of Seattle. Just called Philadelphia was another version of Chicago. That's the other team, Russell said. Chicago. Chicago, Chicago New Orleans, Dallas. And there's one more. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. But uh, Yeah, I but again, he said, "I want to stay in Seattle, but if I had to be traded, I'd like to go here." <laughs> there was no, there was no reason for that. Uh, I'm hoping that. I I just hope he doesn't go to Dallas. I would. I hope he doesn't go to Dallas because they might sign Dak Prescott back. Do what? What do you think will happen with Dak? So they can franchise tag him one more time, which could be because they franchise tagged him last year. They could franchise tag him this year. Do you think they're going to do that? That would be around thirty-two. That would be thirty-eight million dollars, I believe. Thirty-seven, thirty-eight million dollars franchise tag him. And they want to sign him for $32, $33 million a year. But Dak wants like $38 every I year. think they're going to tag him again. You think they're going to tag him and try and negotiate I more? I really think they're going to tag him. I think they're going to tag him try and negotiate. I think Dak Prescott is not going to fold. I, I think he should because I don't think any other team is going to pay him the way that Dow. I don't think anyone's even going to give him $33 million a year. Uh, Dan Orlovsky, a guy that I love, I love Dan Orlovsky, came out with a report. or It wasn't even a report. It was him saying on TV, he was saying, you can't he's, – he's like, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, but you can't pay a good quarterback great quarterback money. You can't do that. And the only team that I see doing that – I mean, I, I still think $33 million is great quarterback money. And the Dallas Cowboys are willing to do that. What other team is going to be willing to sign Dak Prescott for $33 million a year? I mean, before, you know, Wentz got traded, I thought the Colts would be, you know, a potential right. you know, candidate for that. But, I, I you know, obviously that's not going to happen anymore. I mean, if Russell goes to Dallas, he could go to Seattle. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be funny. But I don't even think that he would want to go to Seattle, though, because Seattle's not going to offer that money there. Exactly. So I I think Dak has just got to just be like, you know what? I'll take the 32, 33. That's still a lot of money. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You don't have to get no type of record-breaking deal, which it won't be because Patrick Mahomes will never see a deal like that again. I can't believe that actually happened. But – it's just he's he's being selfish. I guess I don't think he's really selfish, because he he thinks he deserves that money, in his head he believes that. And I think a lot of people do believe. A lot of Dallas Cowboys fans are like, yeah, just give him the thirty eight. Well, I don't think Dak is that type of a game changer. I don't think he's like a Deshaun Watson. He's not. He's nothing like that. So again, I believe I I agree with what Dan Orlovsky said. Uh, you can't pay a good quarterback great quarterback money. Yeah, and the whole thing about Dak is that he's just well rounded in every aspect. Like he doesn't turn the ball over, you know he he does have a little he does have pretty good deep accuracy, but he just doesn't really make mistakes all that much. That's right. his whole thing. But he doesn't bring that you know that extra level. He needs stuff to elevate him. Right. You know look look at look at his wide receivers. You know Gallup. I don't think Gallup was a first round pick, but but he's he's a good he's a yeah he good he, wide receiver. He's really good nonetheless. CeeDee Lamb, first-round pick, you know? Right. Amari Cooper, first-round pick. His tight ends are a little weak right now, you know, but, you know, and up until recently we considered Zeke and, you know, an elite running back. But right. behind that offensive line, even Tony Pollard could do good. And, yep. yes, the offensive line got injured, but that was a, you know, I felt like that wasn't probably the biggest factor. Right. I'd I, I have to totally agree. I, I just – Dak Prescott <sighs> – I think he's probably the best out of that draft class, though. We've had this conversation last, last yeah. week. 
Uh, he, he is. Yeah, he pro- probably is. But never he won't be by the end of the next season, no. though. I Carson think Wentz will pass that up. Pass him again. And golf is going to fall to you know last. Poor golf. Poor golf. Went from L.A. to Detroit. I, I, I really do feel uh, bad for him because he also had that statement where he was like, well, at least I'm, I'm like, going to a team that I know appreciates me. And it's like, oh, buddy, no, they just no. wanted them picks. Exactly. That's it. that's all they wanted. You were, you were a, a casualty. You were a bargaining chip or whatever. That was, they, don't, they don't want you in Detroit. They're thinking for the long-term rebuild. They're going to cut you loose as soon as they can. Yep. And uh, speaking of uh, draft picks, uh, let's just get into our updated like top 10 guys that we see being selected. Like, right. so, 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 so like a mock draft type. Well, we both, number one overall, Trevor Lawrence. Number, There's no ifs, ands, or Number one's Trevor. It. So you got Jets at number two. Are they sticking with Sam? I have the Jets sticking with Sam. You know, Robert Salah had that, you know, press conference where he's like, I like Sam Darnold, you know. I, you know, just high praise for Sam Darnold. So, you know, as of now, there haven't I, – I haven't really seen any news from the Jets organization saying that they were going to move on. No, just a lot of experts are saying that they're going to yeah, select Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. Yeah, all these experts think it, but yeah, as soon – you know, as soon as they it start, the news becomes official that they're looking to ship out Sam Darnold. Then I'll be like, okay, well, you know. But right, right now, there's nothing official. So I at number two, I probably have the Jets taking uh, Panay. Panay Sewell. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. At number three, we have Miami. That's Jamar Chase easily. See, this is what I don't get. I get Jamar Chase. He didn't play this year. He was an absolute baller before, and we see all the potential that he could have. Devontae Smith just won a Heisman. No, oh, yeah. Why? It, why, why it's is interchangeable, it, I'd say. I know, but a lot of things I see is, yeah, Jamar Chase over Devontae Smith. Why? Why? Well, from the tape that we saw, Jamar Chase does, he really gets separation. And that's the, that's, that's the thing with Tua. Like, Tua's the kind of quarterback that he doesn't have the best arm, but he doesn't make a lot of dumb mistakes, and he doesn't like the whole 50-50 ball kind of thing. Right. And, you know, I don't really like that either. You know, if I was a quarterback, I wouldn't be like, well, I'm just going to toss this up every time. Right. You know, I want a guy that, you know, is going to be my elite Devontae guy. Devontae Smith is like that too, though. He, he he is. He definitely is. And But I just feel like Jamar Chase, you know, he – yeah. the There's not really a whole lot. Right. It's just the fact that we've been talking about Jamar Chase for so long. Being right. It's kind of hard to see Devonta Smith. You know, I'm, it really is. In my or, personal truly. opinion, I, I want Devontae Smith over. So if they, if they pick at number three, they pick Jamar Chase, and we get Devontae Smith at number six, I'd be more happy about it than I would be if it was the opposite. I'd still be happy, but I'd, I'd be more happy about it getting Devontae. Yeah. I either. I mean, I'd be happy with either, really. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really banking on – I think Devonta is probably a better fit for the Eagles. And also asking you real quick, who do you think is a better quarterback, Tua or Mac Jones? Tua. Devontae Smith disagrees. Really? Devontae Smith said Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Tua ever was. And did that, like, come out, like, recently or? Uh-huh. Wow, this that's week. funny. This week, Devontae Smith said that. And he wasn't trying to disrespect Tua. He didn't say it in the same way I just said it. I made it sound a little bit, like, disrespectful. They're pretty much asking, like, who who was the better quarterback. And he was pretty much saying Mac Jones is the better overall quarterback. It might be the difference between left and right-handed. Some <laughs> wide receivers, even Jerry Rice complained about, you know, when he switched from Joe Montana to Steve, Steve Young, Young yeah. that, the, that, you know, the lefties do throw a bit weird, a bit different. Yeah, de- definitely different. But uh, Okay, so number four overall, we have oh God. Atlanta. 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 Uh, yeah, so 
the thing with Atlanta is I think they they have a really good offense. You know, they could use some help on the defense, but at four overall, I don't think there's any defensive players really worth it. So I, and this is a pick that I've really just now thought about, but I would go tight end Kyle Pitts. See, I, I just, I, I get Kyle Pitts is so different from a stereotypical tight end. And I've been all about Kyle Pitts. I, I, I'm a Florida fan. Like my college, like everyone has their college. I'm, I'm Florida. And Kyle Pitts, I loved watching this year. He was fantastic. But I, I, and I get it. He's, he's, he's also a receiver as a tight end. I can't pick a tight end number four overall. I can't pick a running back number four overall. Yeah, there, there's, it, it's really tough, you know, unless you're getting like, you know, you're getting the next Gronk, you know, you don't take right. it. But and I, Kyle I, Pitts could be that. He really don't could be. But I think that when you still have Devontae Smith on the board, I, I, I don't see them picking Kyle Pitts over. And also with their quarterback uh, dilemma kind of going on about if they're going to stick with Matt Ryan, and I think if Zach Wilson is actually on the board, I think Atlanta's picking Zach Wilson. I think Atlanta is in the possibility of trading back, though. They are one of the teams that I could see trading back. I, I definitely see. I could I could even see the Jets trading back, to be honest with you. I think we could see a lot of trade backs in the in this draft. I think, you know, within the top ten, we're probably going to see three, four, maybe even five trades. Right. And, yeah, I, I, th- I think they're one of the more interesting picks out of them. But I think Zach Wilson is – if we weren't thinking of any trades – I think Zach Wilson is the guy, and I think if they're getting anything else, they could be. Uh, see, I, I don't know if they. Kyle do Pitts can kind of play that wide receiver. I I would argue. See, but that, how bad do they need that receiver? I mean, they still have Julio and Calvin. Yeah, they don't really necessarily need it, but at, you know, at and it's my belief that you take the best player available. Right. You know, e- even unless you're like, oh God, you know, we need a we need a quarterback or whatever, you know. Right. Something like that, but you know, Kyle Pitts is just different. No, he is, and I, I think he's going to play well wherever he goes. And he's going to last there a while. We haven't seen a whole lot of tight ends this dominant. And then, you know, you, you look at recent drafts, and it's like, well, there's been three to four first-round quarterbacks, you know, in the last five or so drafts, it feels right. like. You know, there is there is a lot of quarterbacks that you can get. So I, I really don't value quarterbacks all, that whole lot. I mean, I do, but when you're looking at a prospect like Kyle Pitts— I, it's like, man, you really don't see people like him. Right. Like, ever. Okay. So, number five, we have... Bengals, right? Bengals, right. And uh, I don't see anyone besides a receiver being chosen. Or if Kyle Pitts is there, maybe. They, they got to choose a receiver. Really? I think or an, need or an line. offensive line. I man. think offensive line, but I don't think they're going to pick Slater or Darisol at number five. Joe Burrow needs I receiver I definitely help. see them going Slater. I see. I don't know if Slater's going to get picked that high. They might. They they could also be a team that trades down. I don't know what, but I think I think a receiver would really help them. I think adding a Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith would be insane for Cincinnati. Jalen Waddle, do you like that to the Bengals? Or Jalen Waddle, but the thing is, I don't think anyone besides Colin Cowherd has Jalen Waddle above the other two receivers. I think Waddle's a great wide oh, receiver. Oh, that's right. We do have Smith on the board still. Yeah. Yeah, Smith's still on the board. Yeah, so I would take Smith. You got you got to pick Smith, and then number six overall. Eagles are going to get stuck with Waddle or Sertain or Micah Parsons. I think the Eagles – I don't think the Eagles go Waddle here. I I really don't see them p- taking another small-bodied, fast guy I, I because, you know, that's already Rager's role. That's the thing. Howie Roseman, how he's been recently, 
it's all been about speed. Speed, speed, yeah. speed, speed. And I, I, I would not be surprised. I would hope he's learned his lesson, though. But we've seen that he doesn't learn his he lesson. He doesn't. But I, I hope to God he, he's learned his lesson. Also, I can see the Eagles trading down, though, because Howie really values picks. Right. And he's probably looking to get, you know, more picks because, you know, the whole Wentz thing, he lost out. And there also have been reports about saying that the Eagles are very much thinking of getting another quarterback at number six overall. And what? So Zach Wilson has gone off the board, in your opinion, to the Falcons. Right. Uh, Justin Fields is there. Yeah, Justin Fields. I hate that. I love it. I hate it. I love Justin Fields. You have to give Hurts at least this one year. I I, um, I, I could see that. Unless, but. you know, Zach Wilson falls to us. Then I'd be like, yeah, okay. But if they him. really don't have faith. If Nick Sirianni is like, I, I don't have faith in Hurts. Like, I'm seeing him in camp and stuff. And it's like, I, I just don't see it. Get Nick Sirianni another quarterback then. I don't uh, care. It, I wouldn't care. I, at that point, I would trade away Hurts, though. That, you have that to you get could him do that off too. the roster if you're going to take fields here. You could do that, too. I mean, e- either way. But uh, what, n- number seven is Detroit? Yep. Detroit. Uh, see, that's another team that could trade Yeah, they, they're they a very interesting choice. I believe if Micah Parsons is still on the board, they probably take it, even though it's not like a real scheme fit for them. Right. But he is probably the best player available, and they just used a first-round pick on Jeff Okuda, and they have another cornerback that's playing good. His name slips my mind. Uh, but, yeah, they need to go linebacker. They need to have something there to help them with the run. They need to do something on the defense. I I, th- I think that, or I think they could do a receiver because they did just lose out on their top four receivers. Yeah, Waddle would still be available at that point, so, so I think, I think I, I, could see it. I think that's an option. Uh, number eight, we have, wow, uh, isn't it Panthers? I, I feel like it's the Panthers, it's the yeah. the Panthers, and uh, that, again, that, so much could happen with them, but uh, I, I have, if they don't trade for Deshaun Watson, I have uh, – Trey I Lance. have Trey Lance getting picked there every day. Yeah, that makes week. sense. That makes so much sense to me. And then uh, after that, I believe it's uh, probably Denver, right? Broncos at uh, at nine. Yeah. yeah. The Broncos are an interesting case. They they need if Patrick Sertain is still on the board, I think they go him. Yeah. And but you know that's a that's a really big you know if. Uh, do you think that too or? I think Sertain or Farley. I think they're going to get some cornerback help, uh, no, no matter who it is or somewhat. I, I, I think they're sticking with Drew Locke. I don't think it's going to be a quarterback. I think they're yeah, gonna I give really Drew think. In, uh, unless they have one of the top three guys within Trevor Lawrence, obviously not, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, I don't think they're picking a quarterback at all. I, I don't think they're going to use it on Mac Jones or they're not going to use it on a Kyle Trask for sure. He's not going to pick that high, but you know what I mean. I could see the Broncos potentially, you know, if, if – um... Trey Lance is still on the board by like the Eagles or the Falcons pick. I think the Broncos could try and trade with them, you know, to move up to get uh, Lancer or Fields. Right, I could see but that too. But I, you know, that that's kind of you know, trades are super hard to predict and whatnot. Right. But yeah, as it stands at nine, I'd have them taking Patrick Sertain. And then Dallas, myself, I know they need they need a lot of help on defense, but I really see if like Rashawn Slater is there or even Christian Darrisaw, I see them picking offensive line help because Tyron Smith gets hurt so much, and they just need help over there now. I the thing is though with Jerry Jones, and you know it's it's hard to predict GMs and whatnot, but Jerry Jones always kind of goes after the names. It feels like, yeah, and you know. He doesn't want to take some sort of, you know, offensive lineman here. He's he's looking for some big names. So I think he would – Jerry Jones would more than likely take uh, Caleb Farley. Right. Or, like or Patrick Sertan, you know, whichever, whichever one you have 
listed over the Either other. Corner, you know, the, yeah. the Broncos could take Farley. You know, it just depends on which one you have higher on your draft board. Uh, I, I can't believe we're ending this episode with our last thing talking about was the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, but that is sadly the point that we are at. That is the point we're at as Eagles fans, of course. <laughs> um, thank everyone for listening. Uh, another great show, Chance. Uh, we will continue to do this. Next week, we'll be on next Saturday as well. We will try and get this schedule keep going. Last week got messed up. It was a total up. fluke because of the snow. The yeah. snow messed up everything. Getting up to the studio was really difficult, but we will be on every Saturday. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please share. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on a lot. We're on so many different We're platforms. everywhere. You can't get away from us. You can't get away. So follow, share, anything, please. And everything means a lot. Thank you guys for listening. Chancey, anything you want to say? Let's go get some food. Let's go get some. We're going to get some Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A real quick. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, guys. This has been What the Football. Yeah, boy. Yeah.